0: Anything, why not be earnings? Paula, I hate to admit it, but if I don't say in a public forum, then I'll just keep having to live with it. I'm back on the sauce.
1: Oh, Josh!
0: The chocolate sauce.
1: Oh, here he goes. <laughs> I thought we just got you off that.
0: I know, I know, but I'm I'm smack dab in the middle of the sauce. You hitting
1: the old ice cream again, bud?
0: <laughs> the ice cream.
1: Aren't you lactose intolerant?
0: Yeah, I am. But oh. I found some very good soy ice cream. Okay. Which in my head is healthier? It's
1: not. It's
0: no, not no, no, at no, all. It is. <laughs> it's not healthier at all. Oh. The best. The. Uh, the nice kind of side effect of me getting lactose intolerant, <laughs> see how I phrase that? It happened to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this thing that I've overcome. Yes,
0: exactly. This challenge and tribulation that I've faced is that I absolutely love ice cream, but I couldn't eat ice cream, which meant that I generally kind of never really ate dessert. Mm-hmm. But in the past week, I've gone out for ice cream Twice.
1: twice i've been to
0: george's and andersonville and gotten raspberry nebula ice cream soy ice cream oh god it's so good i forgot
1: um i went to ice cream i was in san francisco by myself wow good for you thank you so much um i was in san francisco by myself for like 12 hours uh because the (laughs) weird thing with a work trip and i got uh i'm also i'm allergic to dairy some difference, but oh. I, uh, I, I got some almond milk ice cream, mm. and I took a little lick, and I was so excited about it, and it took a tumble and fell to the ground. <laughs> One lick, no. and I know. Everywhere
0: you look, everywhere. I've never seen an episode I of Full House. It.
1: And they gave me (laughs) one. Oh, I loved Full House. When I was a kid, I used to listen to the theme song. I used to sing the theme song alone outside my backyard because I'm an only child and then reenact how they would kind of like look at the camera and smile and laugh.
0: Like the intro sequence?
1: Yes, isn't that so sad?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we are here to give you the earnest news of the day
1: tip of the hat, Governor. Governor here with the new. We're really bad at old timey reporter voices. We're
0: really bad, but we were. And maybe
1: that's because we're drinking.
0: And maybe that's because this week's topic is wine. Wine. Yeah, we're we already recorded an episode this evening. Okay,
1: you're kind of p- pulling back the curtain here.
0: We're we're. I'm being earnest. I'm being sincere. Ernie Nation, Ernie's and Bert's. We need to get a little more ahead. <laughs> In general, on our editing.
1: Yeah, it's because someone's going on vacation. Yeah,
0: someone's going away for almost two weeks, and God. he's got two thumbs, and it's me. And so we need to get a little ahead also for our own sanity. Mm-hmm. So we've been drinking a little bit just to loosen up the comedy. Just to
1: get the old vocal cords going. Yeah, the vocal cords. And you the... know, it's like in high school show choir where you'd have to down a bottle of wine beforehand. Yeah, right,
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, just to get the, the jokes a-flowing, and, uh, this is the second episode, and we've been drinking some wine, and so this one's about wine now. Paula, what's your favorite color, wine? Oh, red. Agreed.
1: Yeah, red is a far superior wine, because I'm not a- I'm not a 50-year-old aunt yet.
0: <laughs> yet is the key thing <laughs> And in one there. day she will be. <laughs> uh, yeah, red is- The circle of
1: life for my kind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I much prefer red.
0: Agreed. If I had to rank them, it would be red, rosé, white.
1: Yeah, that's the correct answer. Yeah. That's the correct answer. Now, what about, what are my, you know, top, you know, within that category? No idea. No idea? No idea. Uh, I always order a cab.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So I like it a little aggressive.
0: Got it. So you like fruit bombs, as uh, several different famous wine people would call them.
1: I don't know. <laughs>
0: So this is fun because now we get to realize how pretentious about wine I am.
1: Um turns out very pretentious.
0: Yeah, very f- significantly pretentious. Wow,
1: color me surprised at the fancy little uh fancy little prince of Costco over here. Uh Josh, how did you get into wine? My brother. Isn't your brother younger?
0: He is. <gasps> crime. (laughs) No, he was 21 when he got into it. But he took a wines course where he went to college and he got pretty into it and then he uh, basically got me into it to the point now, and this is going to sound so douchey and I promise it's not. It's just like on the last couple family vacations we've taken and yes, I know I'm an adult and yes, I know I'm I'm in my mid to late 20s, but I still take vacations with my family. We all go places sometimes because we like being around each other, all four of us. Um, The last couple places we've been have been places where we also could do wine tours. Because there's nothing better than going on a wine tour. Okay. Do you not agree?
1: No, I mean... Josh, I really cannot stress this enough. We are coming from this from two different angles.
0: (laughs) So here's why a wine tour is fun to me.
1: Convince me of a wine tour.
0: Yeah. So first and foremost, you get in a car, you drive off into some middle-of-nowhere kind of place.
1: Mm -hmm. And you
0: show up, and you're like... Usually, at least one of the wineries, you're like, I don't think we're going the right way. This can't be right. And then you get there, and you're like, oh, this is really great. This is wonderful. Generally, wine is uh, grown in really warm climates. Not always, but a lot of the time. So it's usually pretty toasty outside. It's very nice. And then you get in. And you go up and you're like, I would like one wine tasting, please. And they just give you wine and you try it and you swirl it and you sniff it like you pretend like you know what you're doing. And then you sniff and you're like, "Mm, hmm, hmm, interesting. I'm tasting toffee. And they're like, maybe. And they're like. (laughs)
1: That's what they say to be like so nice. Be like, no one has ever tasted toffee, (laughs) but. Okay.
0: And then you just repeat that sequence probably three times throughout the day, and your palate gets more and more destroyed every single time you do it, and so all the wine starts tasting the same.
1: Like toffee? Like toffee.
0: I like the idea that when you are doing tasting notes, like if you have to say it tastes like something... I. How would I know what some of these things taste like? So there are official kind of like tasting notes or aromas Mm -hmm. or things like these are the bouquets Mm -hmm. (laughs) commonly associated with aging. Brown sugar, vanilla, caramel, butterscotch, (laughs) hazelnut, walnut, roasted almond, different than fresh almond or bitter almond. And
1: don't you (laughs) fudging say the others or you will be kicked out of this winery.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you think that this tastes like a friggin' toasted you almond.
1: Eye, you tell me that this is a fresh almond. Get the hell out of that. Get
0: drink. out of my wine place. I
1: didn't grow this wine for it to be eaten by trash.
0: <laughs> toasted marshmallow. Then, all in one line, clove, allspice, all and baking spices. Cedar box.
1: That's a casket.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Cigar. Death. Death. Yeah, this one tastes like death. (laughs) I think this one, like, really tastes like death. You know what I mean? Paula, do you get wine teeth?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I look at a glass of wine. I've got wine teeth, wine mouth. Uh Uh-huh. All of it. Whole Mm. whole kit and caboodle. How about you?
0: Yeah, same. Very much. Very much I get wine teeth.
1: I wish I didn't because it makes me at work events, I think, look a lot more drunk than I am. Mm. Because I'm always getting, like... I have a very strict, if I'm at a work event, I have no more than two drinks. Wow. Thank you. Good Uh, for you. uh, Thank you. (laughs) Read a blog post once and was like, well, that's a good idea. So that's what I do. (laughs) Um, but it makes me look very drunk because I think my, my mouth is just like the color of a plum. Yeah. Right. I, I own (laughs) the wine. It's just like, we've got to get this one home. (laughs) It's like, I've had half a glass.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. I, I also
1: get a hangover from wine really easily.
0: Interesting.
1: Mm, I'm, I'm just a real treat.
0: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like I get the hangover that I get from wine is much more like just in my temples.
1: Mm, yeah. Always,
0: But it's also like you were cultured last night. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right.
1: <laughs> For a moment, you were a king. Yeah.
0: Right. Exactly. the The waiter came over. And they showed you the bottle and I said, Yes, that is what I ordered. Mm, and then
1: Josh, wait, now's a perfect time for me to ask you, what are you supposed to do in that situation? Uh when you order wine and and even though I just went to the second cheapest one, because I feel like the cheapest one, they're like, okay, you should order the cheapest, but second cheapest, tricks mm-hmm. them. Uh, tell me what I'm supposed to do.
0: Yeah, so what you're supposed to do is you're checking the label at first for if they if it is actually what you ordered, and okay. if it looks like For any reason, there is... You just want to be able to read the wine label and be like, this is the varietal, like the type of grape that Mm, I went for. That is, in fact, in the language that I thought that this wine was from. Okay, And then they're like, "Uh uh-huh. And then they open it up and they pour a little bit in your glass. And uh, the not fun answer is this is what you should do with red wine. Is you swirl it to get a little bit of air into it. Then you sniff it and be like, hmm, that's a smell. And then you... You do either, uh, you take a tiny little sip and you pull air over the, over the, the wine itself to, and then swallow, or you breathe out through your nose as you swallow and you get more flavors from it. But generally what you do is you're just like, that's great. And as long as it doesn't taste, you're just checking to see if it tastes turnt. If it's vile. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, Now, let me ask you this follow-up question. Let's say I'm missing the part of my tongue that allows me to tell the difference between wines. (laughs) Sure. Do I still have to go through that whole little song and dance like a show pony?
0: You do. That's Mm. the problem is you do. But you can use other senses. Like your eyes. <laughs> like touch. <laughs> like touch. So you can just kind of wiggle <laughs> your finger Ooh, in the wine. Like, smooth. like, mm,
1: smooth.
0: The viscosity is quite alluring. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, like, just make sure it's the right color.
1: Sure. Based on what you Red you're or ordering. white.
0: <laughs> Red or white or rosé. Paula, I have a question for you. Sure. Could you rosé all day?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> Headache too sweet. Headache too sweet. Uh, The only thing that I really think I could all day would be Diet Coke or LaCroix. Uh (laughs) And that's not as pithy on a t-shirt. Yeah,
0: (laughs) Diet Coke, Coke or LaCroix all All day. day. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so I have a wine membership.
1: Of course he does.
0: I do. I get uh, six bottles of wine shipped to me three times a year.
1: Wow.
0: Yeah. So I, and I'm, Do it partially because I went on a trip with my brother. It's very fun. It was like a nice thing that we did. I liked a lot of their wines, but also I never have to buy a house gift ever.
1: Yes, that that does. That's like the perk of it.
0: Yeah, and being like, oh well, this is from like a very small winery in like Dry Creek in Healdsburg, California, and like like a really
1: nice winery. It's like
0: a really nice winery, and like I really, honestly, I really hope you enjoy it. This is gonna age for another two to four years. i like, make sure you're eating it only with wild boar. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jesus Christ. Josh, that does lead me to my, my next question. And again, we're kind of playing this, this whole game where like, you're the wine expert and I'm the little, sure. you know, trash demon who crawled out of the sewer gate to record a podcast today.
0: Well, I didn't say it.
1: Um, <laughs> someone's really walking thin ice these episodes, are <laughs> not <haven't> they? <laughs> um, What other, uh, liquids or what other consumables do you think are better after, uh, you've stuck them in a cellar for a couple of years?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I do have a current experiment going. Um, when I was in, I want to say I was 11.
1: Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, I was
0: in fifth grade. I was in a community theater production of Lost in Yonkers.
1: Okay. That's the, um. It's
0: a Neil Simon play. That
1: is the, the prequel to, uh. Hello, Dolly. No. Yeah, well, I like my way more.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And there's a whole section where one of the characters calls someone else. They're like, you got Moxie, kid. Mm -hmm. Right? Because that was like a normal thing to say at that time period. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) so the director gave everyone cans of like bottles of Moxie. Okay. And I've never opened it. And it's sitting in my childhood bedroom on my bookshelf
1: and Moxie's a soda?
0: Moxie is like an old timey soda. Oh my god. And I've never opened it. So I wonder how it's aged.
1: <laughs> well have your have your family ship it up. Let's give it a try. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think shipping a uh 16 year old soda through the mail is the best idea we've ever had, honestly. Oh <laughs> I don't think my it's gonna god. explode at all.
1: I bet it's absolutely the sweetest thing in the whole yeah, world. yeah
0: i would want to know the tasting notes of a moxie soda after 16
1: Ugh, years gross
0: wow it's really matured
1: oh god. sorry
0: matured
1: <laughs> really matured can you imagine if we did that though with like um like candy
0: oh my god is that a is that a 73 good and plenty <laughs> Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) I actually vintage this bag of Razzlers myself. (laughs) Yeah, right.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Oh, God. This is just a mic.
1: There's no Ikes. Oh, I really love that the time has taken the Ike out of the picture. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All
0: right, Paula, we're going to play a game called Is It a Wine? Okay. And I'm going to tell you a varietal of wine, and you're going to tell me. Let's do it this
1: way, and can we add in Is it a wine? And then uh, parentheses of an H. So you can also complain about something. Okay,
0: cool. cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so it can be
1: a real type of wine, a fake type of wine, or a wine. Yeah. With an H. <laughs> okay,
0: great, great, great. All right. Barolo. Fake. It's a real wine. I hate it. Vespucci. Fake. It's fake. It's an explorer. Very good. Um,
1: I'm Jean- dumb, but I'm not that dumb. <laughs>
0: Jean-Claude. Fake. It's a fake one. Good, good, good. Syrah. Real. When a big truck goes by my apartment, it rattles a little bit. <laughs> like, it moves back and forth. Um,
1: that's a real wine.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a real wine with an H. That's
1: a real <laughs> wine. Wine. <laughs> okay, do me.
0: Do me. Okay,
1: um, let me Google types of wine. <laughs> All right, ready? The hmm
0: Say say it again. The Elaine. Uh, it's real. Fake. Wow. I just looked at
1: my computer to trick you. Oh, wow. It's a character on Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Monica. <laughs> this is just
0: a character on Friends. Real. <laughs> it's a real one. Yes,
1: I lured you right into a trap. <laughs> I saw that Monica and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna work out so nicely," and you fell right into it.
0: <laughs> the lisa kudrow <laughs>
1: <laughs> um the uh gogoma fake fake good um the i uh, i hate that thing at work where <laughs> people finish the coffee and then they don't make real coffee they don't make more
0: that's a whine that's a whine it's <laughs> yes, a whine very good and
1: lastly the malagosia real real
0: oh look at that look at that we did so well
1: we did so well on that game
0: (laughs) so not only do wines and other liquids do they change as you let them age Mm -hmm. what other things get better as they age
1: Paula's. yeah Um... i was gonna say josh (laughs) (laughs) no i get worse um Ooh, what other
0: or things? do you just maybe you just assume they're going to get better with age? Ooh. For me, like, I don't know, moles, <laughs> things yeah. like that. You know,
1: I mean, something that gets worse with age is something that you really thought was the best of the best when you were a kid.
0: Yeah. I will say the movie Airplane gets better with age. Does it? I think so. I haven't seen Airplane in a while. I just kind of <laughs> said that. I know. I know. You can <laughs> never,
1: never meet your heroes. Never meet your heroes, or there was this uh, there was this like uh, kids museum when I was a um, kid called the Imaginarium, <laughs> sure. And I remember thinking it was like a just an absolute. Uh, I'm trying to think of a fun a gnocchi guspochi of like kids sure museums like just like the biggest best place in the whole world. And then I recently looked up photos of what it looked like, tiny. Absolutely filthy, <laughs>
0: janky as hell.
1: <laughs> janky as hell. I remember as a kid being like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this place is paradise." Isn't that weird? How like, and it's
0: obvious, mm-hmm. but everything seems smaller when you see it as an adult because yeah. your memory is of us, like of a littler person.
1: Yes, and being like, "This place is huge." Yes.
0: Yeah. So funny. Absolutely. But a year ago or so, I went to L.A. for a family friend's bar mitzvah. Mm -hmm. bat mitzvah. B'nai mitzvah. Actually, it was twins. It was two. That's the term. If you didn't know, if there's uh, multiple people, it's a b'nai mitzvah. Hmm. Uh, So we went there, and the synagogue was right around the corner from the first apartment I ever lived in. Because my parents brought me home from the hospital to that apartment. And I had a really weird moment where I looked into the kind of like i wasn't didn't get to go into the apartment but i saw the apartment building and i kind of looked over the the fence a little bit there just to check it out for the courtyard and there was a core part of me in the center of my being that was like i know this place weird in a really weird way and i don't know if it was because i was prompted and i knew that or if i had been, you know, if I wasn't uh prompted, if I'd still feel the same way. But regardless, with the prompting, there was a weird kind of like, there are memories and I know this place in a way that I can't actually place in words, which is why I'm rambling. Mm-hmm. But it was just a really weird feeling of like I'm connected to this physical space in a way that is guttural and visceral.
1: That's so it's so weird how memories work. Right. You know, like that is tucked somewhere into the folds of your brain.
0: Right. Totally. You
1: know? Um especially
0: because I only lived there until I was three. So there's only so many memories. It's not like I lived there until I was ten and of course I'd remember it. Right. It was like I was there until I but was it's three. Like deep
1: down still in there. Yeah. Or for me, Blink 182 lyrics. <laughs> you know, it's just like it's in there in your head uh-huh. and you can't get rid of it. Uh-huh. You forget for years and then one day it's back. Mm-hmm. Did they sing all the small things? Is all the small, yeah. yeah. She left me roses by the stairs. Yep. No, she okay, yeah.
0: I feel like you've been painting me as a sommelier.
1: I think you've been painting yourself just plenty fine times <laughs> a sommelier. Um,
0: what I just recently learned about sommeliers is they're basically, the tradition of sommeliers is they're in charge of everything that's not the food, like all the experience that's not the food. So not decorations? Only... <laughs> I don't know about decorations. All the, all the like consumables that aren't foods. Decorations.
1: <laughs> Flour? <laughs> um, so for So the Cheddar Bay biscuits on your table.
0: No, no, those food.
1: <laughs> but not legally. <laughs> ingredients in that.
0: <laughs> so uh it's not just wine pairings, it's also like cigars. <gasps> and things like that. So sommeliers also need to pass tests around like cigars and other kinds of like What smoking... kind of
1: restaurant is like, oh, can we grab you a cigar? Well, because
0: sommeliers are like, you know, think of Victorian England and upstairs, downstairs, down nabby situation. Mm-hmm someone's got to curate. I know which the-
1: one of us would be upstairs and which of us would be downstairs. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I can tell you that right now. <laughs> Doesn't take Scooby-Doo to solve that mystery.
0: Um, I wouldn't even be in the house. I'm Jewish. They wouldn't allow us. In
1: that. I wouldn't be in the house on account of my loud mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I like the idea of you being like the the head chef being like,
1: right then.
0: Is <laughs> that mean? Is that nice? <laughs> But I do like the idea of curating an experience. Paula, what What do you think you could be the sommelier of? You know what I mean? Like, what experience would you curate for someone else?
1: Oh, uh, easy. Chicago Public Pools. Okay, good. <laughs> now, I, though, I am thinking about the sommelier at, like, Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> like, you train for so long. And you've seen, have you ever seen, like, the sommeliers, like, practice? Like, they'll take a glass of wine and be like, oh, France, 1912. <laughs> like, just crazy rapid fire Sure And then what if, like, all that's said and done And then you're stuck in, like, some, like, Midwestern chain restaurant yeah. in a mall And then you'll be like, hello, what kind of wine can I get for you? And they're like, um, I'll have one of the Red Lobsteritas <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hello,
0: welcome to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville What type of margarita can I get for you? <laughs> this one has salt and this one has not salt.
1: <laughs> You're like, what do I pair with the um, tequila burger?
0: <laughs> Excuse me, sir. what What should I have with my bloomin' onion? <laughs> what goes good with a bloomin' onion? Rosé. Rosé goes good with a bloomin' onion. <laughs>
1: I go over to Red Lobster. Get me one of those Red Lobsteritas. <laughs> I think that sounds better. Wow, I feel like we're impersonating my future husband. Uh Uh-oh, Josh.
0: (laughs) What's wrong, Bala?
1: It's small town festival time. (laughs) Was that a good intro? That was great. All right, great. Uh, This is a segment where we celebrate some of the best small town festivals that this country has to offer. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a really good one for you today. Okay. And I don't know if it's a festival so much as an event. Sure. That happens annually.
0: <laughs> okay, that sounds like a festival food to
1: me. To me, that makes a festival.
0: Yeah. Who are we to judge?
1: Who are we to judge? It is the mooning of the Amtrak festival. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the mooning of the Amtrak is held every year in Laguna Niguel, California, Orange County. Quote, thousands of people gather to drop their pants or lift their skirts along the fence as the Amtrak trains pass by. The trains are normally packed full this day and even slow down so that passengers can enjoy the show fully. (laughs) Over the past couple of years, it has turned much more than just mooning. Now it is a festival similar to Mardi Gras. Okay. (laughs) The street is lined with all types of vendors, party RVs, whatever those are, and hundreds they did not make that plural of people who come out to be part of this ever growing party between trains. You may see an impromptu wet t-shirt contest, girls getting naked in blow up pools and lots of flashing for beads. Be warned. This event is not for kids or anyone who may be offended by exhibitionism or public nudity. Wow. This took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: It's a very, very specific festival. I will say that I am very happy that we have hundred of listeners to every one of our episodes.
1: Um, so trains, I guess, are passing throughout the entire day. So this is not one train. It's beginning at 7 30 AM and it is going till that last train at midnight. I'm
0: imagining a fast forward version of this with everyone mooning and all the trains coming through to Yakety Sacks. Like Um I particularly find it disturbing that they're saying that the trains slow down so that people can quote unquote enjoy the <laughs> show. <laughs> Because okay, so there's nothing I love more than looking at someone's dirty asshole. Oh,
1: have you ever been mooned?
0: I am I feel like I might have mm. at some point in like a locker room at some point, like a gym kind of like middle school boys suck.
1: Sure, I know. <laughs> um, I was mooned by a buggy full of Amish boys once.
0: Oh, wow. On Room
1: Springer? I don't know.
0: Wait, on a wait a buggy? Yeah. So, like, they were in that
1: horse-drawn carriage and they mooned you? My friends and I drove right by. Uh, <laughs> now, on this Amtrak mooning site- Wait, hold on, hold
0: on, hold sure. on, hold on. Do you think they were mooning you or they No, mooning- it was,
1: for sure, us. The three girls in the car. Oh,
0: are you sure they weren't mooning technology?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, like, what's this automated horse you're driving?
1: <laughs> okay, so, there is not a formal schedule because it really just seems to be people uh, hanging out naked while waiting for the Amtrak. Sure. But to this conversation, I can bring your what to bring, what else to bring, and what not to bring. Okay, great. Okay, so what to bring um, beverages.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: You can bring that. Uh, food, camera, all caps. Sunscreen? Okay, no. Why would you bring a camera?
0: That's so gross. I know. That's really gross in the sense of like, these people aren't consenting to being taken naked.
1: Uh, Sunscreen? Beads?
0: I like the idea. Hold on. Let me go back for a second. You know how in conferences, which is a very, very, very good thing, there are little tags in a lot of conferences where it can say like, hey, I'm happy to be in photos. Yes. Like, hey, I don't want to be in any photos. I'm just here to like... Yes. hang out kind of thing. I love the idea of someone putting that on their butt and being like, this is not a butt to be photographed. This is not
1: a butt I want in pictures. <laughs> yeah. um, sunscreen, beads, chairs, then what else to bring? RVs? Easy up slash shelter. And the most important one, pets. Pets are welcome, and I have seen dogs, snakes, iguanas, and parrots at the mooning. Just don't forget to bring along food and plenty of water. <laughs> But here's what you should not bring. Uh-huh. Attitude. <laughs> fireworks.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Weapons. Okay. Or kids.
0: <laughs> hey, Paula.
1: Hey, Josh.
0: You know I want to celebrate? Hmm. This podcast with some champagne. Champagne. Champagne.
1: Champagne can only be grown in the champagne region of France. It can
0: only otherwise it's sparkling wine.
1: Oh, boy. <laughs> Get out of here
0: Yeah uh, Varietals are dumb uh, Do you like champagne?
1: You know I I, uh, I went through A brief spell in college Where I only drank Andre. Uh, Does that count? Oh Just
0: fuck me up With Andre yeah, I love I, Andre I'm actually
1: still Hungover from it I,
0: <laughs> um,
1: I do I do like a champagne I, I definitely do Yeah I yeah. mean, it sounds so pretentious, but it's just so fun. Like, you can't be grumpy drinking a glass of champagne. Yeah, you so, also will want to go home after. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly.
0: Um, I have two thoughts on this. Yeah. One, the best Andre flavor is strawberry Andre Strandre. Gross. It's great. It's wonderful. I'm not usually for flavored alcohol, but Strandre is strong Dre. And secondly, I don't really like champagne in and of itself. It doesn't really taste like anything mm-hmm. to me. However champagne in a mixed drink just like
1: oh a little champagne and diet coke
0: oh i was thinking more mimosa <laughs> you just named the grossest thing i've ever this
1: i don't know no, no wait 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 close your eyes yeah no open your eyes that's tattooed in your brain now <laughs> <laughs> gross
0: i don't think yeah because i think the gross part about that is not necessarily the flavors it's the double bubbles yes it's two different bubbles
1: no and also the flavors <laughs>
0: Yeah. Also the flavors, but first I
1: love a wine spritzer as much as anyone. But something about champagne and diet coke just sounds vile.
0: Yeah, I don't. But like a mimosa, a Saint Germain
1: cocktail. I can do a mimosa. I'm a Bloody Mary girl. See,
0: I don't like tomato juice enough to like a Bloody Mary. Mm. I like pretty much everything in a Bloody Mary. I love the idea that I could drink my meat. You know what I mean? Like they put a lot of, and I love pickles. I love that pickle stuff.
1: Drink your meat. Drink, Drink your, your meat. meat.
0: <laughs> but I, I like a mimosa. I'm a mimosa boy.
1: What I like about champagne, though, is champagne is like, um, it's very much like, it's a celebration. Sure. You know, like there's like, oh, there this is a big event. We must have champagne for it. Yes. And we don't have that with other t- types of alcohol, really. This is true. It's never like, I don't know. Oh. Your boss said, good job at work. Crack open a Miller. <laughs> yeah,
0: right, exactly. Yeah. If, <laughs> you passed that test. Here's a JMO. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the grossest alcohol that you could have. As,
1: <laughs> like, oh,
0: um. um I mentioned, like, what is the worst thing to be like? Happy New Year. <laughs> and you're like.
1: Just a. Ugh, fireball
0: yeah right it's just like you only have five or for loco
1: oh god
0: for loco's back
1: welcome back for loco we hardly missed you
0: yeah for loco was very important my freshman year of college which ages me so paula big restaurant move
1: big restaurant move
0: is doing byob right because mm-hmm. you don't need the liquor license.
1: Right, right. So gen- and that's the thing. I don't think that's everywhere, but it's definitely here in Chicago. Yeah, definitely. Where it is very expensive to get your liquor license. So different places will, um, they they get permission that you can just bring your own booze, BYOB. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And we can talk about corkage fees later. Oh which,
1: God, don't get me started. Yeah,
0: because you might as well just like buy the booze from the place. But generally that's beer and wine. Mm-hmm. I'd like to posit what are other things you can bring your own with? Ooh. So like some barbecue. So you're saying
1: like technically we could bring our own, but most people don't?
0: Yeah, exactly. Well,
1: right away, furniture. Yeah. Right. Like what are they going to, are they going to stop me if I bring in my own chair? <laughs> yeah. That's insane. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> I love that idea. It's like, I only eat in this chair. This is my eating Sorry, chair. This is
1: my eating chair. Bring it, your own pants.
0: It's also a high chair. I know yes. I'm an adult,
1: I You're like gonna to stand have to... high, and I like to have my table attached to it.
0: And I need someone to... I won't eat if someone doesn't pretend my food is an airplane. Yeah,
1: so sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, can somebody come pretend this food's an airplane for me?
0: Yeah. Can someone pre-chew this for me?
1: Can someone come cut this up into really little pieces? Can someone come slice this grape up so I don't chew on it?
0: <laughs> don't choke on it. Don't uh, choke on it? I don't. I also don't want to chew on it. I just want to gum it. <laughs>
1: um. I mean, bring your own food. <laughs> <laughs> What? Well, you're just using the restaurant for the ambiance at that point. Okay, yeah.
0: So it's a hipster-ass restaurant where they're post-food.
1: Yes. (laughs) They're post-restaurant. You bring your little chewy granola bar or whatever it is you want to eat. At a certain point, is that just a potluck? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I'm going to call potlucks BYOFs.
0: Wait, Pollock. We open a restaurant called Potluck where everyone brings their own stuff and we just charge them an admittance fee? Yes. Is that legal? T M T M T M T M. That's ours. That's ours. The being in a spotlight.
1: That's ours. Yes, hundred bucks a person.
0: It's just you're just renting the space. <laughs>
1: it's actually just like a communal family meal.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's your eating family style. You're What's encouraged like, to talk to the people around you. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> I love that.
0: Uh, you know who love their wine? Who? Greeks and Romans.
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Um, Dionysus, baby. Are you...
1: Is that your uncle or Dionysus? <laughs> Just kidding.
0: Yeah, no, I'm a demigod, mm. which is why I glow all the time.
1: You know what? I didn't want to be rude and ask. I thought it was a condition. <laughs>
0: But it really seems like Greeks and Romans like really, really loved getting just shwasty I mean, look, of their wine. Here's
1: the thing, and I've said this before, and I'll say this again. Until the moment I die, living in the past would suck.
0: Yeah, it probably There's did.
1: nothing to do. There's no internet. There's no TV. There's no impractical jokers to watch. There's nothing to do. Except And so drink. if someone was like, do you want to sit alone until the sun goes down, and then we're going to go to sleep, and there's a little part of us who thinks we are dead while we're asleep, or... Get wasted? Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, you live till you're 24? Yeah, drink up.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, are
0: you, you're advocating underage drinking here.
1: There's no such thing in that time. Yeah,
0: this is true. You were yeah. done
1: going to school when you were like seven years old. <laughs> yeah, you
0: were an adult at 12. Yeah. Yeah. It's, imagine for a moment, in anti- imagine us in antiquity. But you're Close s-
1: your eyes. Open your eyes. Yeah.
0: You're in antiquity.
1: Okay. I don't. Now, I know what that means, but you tell the, you tell what it means.
0: <laughs> I mean, Greek okay. and Roman times.
1: <laughs> um, di- I, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I thought you meant an antique store.
0: <laughs> sure. Yeah, well, I mean, if you could bring that stuff back, it'd be worth a lot. So y- you're there. But you're still your 12-year-old self, as you know your 12-year-old self to have been.
1: So I'm just screaming about Harry Potter all <laughs> the exactly. time. I just want to kiss Ron Weasley on the mouth. <laughs> and
0: they're, they're like, who is this Ronald Weasley? <laughs> Why does he have two names? Where is Weasley? <laughs> Ronald of Weasley? <laughs> what part of the empire is he from? I don't have enough, do you have the drachma to go see
1: him? (laughs) Oh, God, 12 years old, and then you're just like, yeah, you're grown.
0: Yeah, I'm imagining, like, I was very much, like, peak of theater camp at that point. I can only imagine myself being a 12-year-old, like, in, like, those, in a play. (laughs) like no business like (laughs) show. (laughs) Fun fact, that song is from antiquity. (laughs) It's that old, which is why it's so bad.
1: You're telling me Annie Get Your Gun is a bad musical? No,
0: I didn't. I said that one song is bad. No, it's a great song. It's a terrible song. Annie Get Your Gun is a great... The
1: Cowboys, the wrestlers, the something, the something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Annie Get Your Gun is a great musical that definitely teaches women to be independent and not give up on their dreams because they found a man that they love.
1: No musicals ever taught that before Grease. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Greece, <laughs> Back to Grease. Uh, yeah. It, can you imagine a world where it's just a bunch of drunk 12-year-olds with power? Right. That sucks, dude. <laughs> it super
0: sucks. <laughs>
1: that sucks. And you and I, two people in our late 20s, we're the elders. Yeah, <laughs> right.
0: Exactly. Everyone's coming to us for advice. That
1: sucks. And I'm being like... Dude, I barely do laundry. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I just figured out my skincare routine.
1: <laughs> like, only I, in the
0: last year. I
1: gotta go lay down and die, I guess. <laughs> I'm the oldest person you've ever seen in your entire life.
0: <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Sometimes, like, after my hands get dirty, <laughs> I wash them off with this water instead of that water, and it's I seem to have not been sick.
1: Josh, you know my favorite kind of wine.
0: Complaints.
1: Okay, that's that's insulting to me. <laughs> wow, that's actually offensive to me. Uh huh. It's cab. <laughs> really, really? <laughs> no, Mine's, it's no, it's complaining. <laughs> it's complaining. Yes. Yeah.
0: Complaining. Uh, yeah, my dad makes that joke every single time. Anyone's like, "Can I have? Could you pass the wine, or could you give me more wine?" He'll be like, "Do I have to?" <laughs> That's a good
1: dad joke. It's
0: a great dad joke. That's a great dad joke. Um, What are your favorite topics to whine about?
1: Ooh, okay. So I'll complain about anything. Sure. Uh, Specifically things that I have no control over. Okay, great. So we're talking weather.
0: super productive.
1: Yes. Well, I mean, you receive a lot of it, so (laughs) deal with it. Love complaining about weather. Love complaining about traffic. Mm -hmm. So satisfying.
0: I like to complain about extremes in weather as well. Mm. But mostly... As to how they make me feel in terms of like, oh, I'm so sweaty or like, oh, I'm so cold
1: or whatever it is.
0: You know what I mean? Like, it's not so much just like, oh, I wish it was not raining. Sure. It's more like, oh, I wish I wasn't wet.
1: I wish me (laughs) myself. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like if if the I guess what it is, is is that it's not about the weather. It's about what the weather is doing to me. Yes. Ultimately, it's my experience. (laughs) Yes. In and of, uh, like, a, a, a factor of one, and that one <laughs> is me, always. Have you ever made, like, an official complaint to, like, a noise complaint? I or anything like that?
1: I haven't done that, but I call 311 a lot.
0: Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. And for those of us who know, everyone knows what 311 stands for, but for those people who It stands doubt, for
1: the band. I call the band 311 a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, Amber is the color of your energy?
1: I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just know they have that song. Is in- Amber the color of your energy? <laughs> I know they have that song waiting. Got it. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um... Yeah, so I call that a lot. Uh, Have I made it a noise complaint? No, but I'm sure I've had them made about me.
0: I've strongly, strongly considered it, but never actually gone to the extreme of doing it. When
1: have you considered it?
0: So my first non-sublet apartment in Chicago, um, I was living in Wicker Park. Mm -hmm. It was a nice apartment. I was living with some other friends, but the people above and below us were man-children, who would? I, think I
1: dated them. <laughs>
0: um, who would play music at all hours of the day and night? Good music? No, terrible bass mm. music. Um, sometimes it was okay. But, like, most of the time it was just, like, t- 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 all the fucking time. A literal rave. Yeah, all the time. And it wasn't very soundproof. So we would get, it was like we were the meat of the sandwich, and the bread was made out of terrible EDM.
1: Oh, so they were above and below you.
0: Above and below. Were they by friends? The, no, they didn't they know each meet. other. They should meet.
1: They have so much in common.
0: I, <laughs> yeah, but we're, we were the potato of that battery. Yeah. I don't think it would have worked without us in the center. The potato center. of the battery. And everyone, um, myself and my roommates, were uh, so conflict-averse. We were so conflict-averse that we didn't actually do anything about it. Like, we did talk to them once, okay. but then they didn't change it, and we didn't want to take the extreme chance of, like, then calling the police and being like, hey, could you make them stop? So I just sat in my bed, brooding just about it, being about so that. Angry. Just complaining,
1: just whining.
0: And just, yes, just whining there and being like, if I... Went up there and just threw shit out the window mm-hmm. from there. Went up to their apartment. That grabbed would not their work out for you. Yeah, but like the police would understand.
1: Do you think that ever happens? Like, do you think cops are ever like, yeah, I get it.
0: <laughs> I think there are probably some situations in which that's true, but yeah. most situations, no, you're the problem. <laughs> like, you yeah, being the aggressor in the situation is almost always the, yeah. the You're in the wrong.
1: Yeah. Did you ever do a uh, peer mediation in middle school? No. So peer mediation is they would always have like the really nice kids be peer mediators. Mm -hmm. And so that would be like people your age who like, if you got in a fight with someone, like you would sit down with them and they would help you resolve conflict. Mm -hmm. Um, I never got to be a peer mediator. Okay. (laughs) Let's just say.
0: (laughs) Did you get peer mediated?
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I caused a little too much problems. Um, But I think, I think that all apartment buildings should come with peer mediators. Oh yeah. Like they should have like a generic neutral party. Who's like Josh and person in four B Let's talk it out. <laughs> yeah,
0: that would what a good idea. Thank you. That's a really just like your man your property management company, mm-hmm. someone who's not your landlord.
1: Right. Someone Someone who has who's seen as an, a power figure, like an authority figure, but they actually don't hold any power.
0: Is that what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In Chicago we have aldermen. Is this something that we can go to the Alderman with?
1: For sure. You should be able to. You would think so. Yeah. Aldermen have to spend their time...
0: Mediating like roommate disputes. Doing
1: peer mediating. They have to go to the uh, the retreat center that the peer mediators got to go to once a year. Wow. Train it. Yeah. Josh, do you know what I think would be fun? Bear with me here.
0: Uh, a LaCroix bar.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, so picture this. It's like a soda bar. <laughs> um, no. So... You know you know what a winery is?
0: I, I'm familiar. We talked about
1: it. Yes. It's like that, but for whining. Oh, End like the list, an H. have nothing else. Just wrote down what if winery for wining. Got
0: whining. it. Got it. Yes. So we are So
1: I have, I cannot stress this enough, no other ideas. Yeah, no, no. So let's but tease pun. this out for
0: a second. Sure. I got this. So what a winery does is they grow. Grapes in order to turn them into wine. Mm-hmm. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna cultivate pet peeves, so that then they turn into whines. Mm-hmm.
1: They give you it gives you it's kind of like when your dad goes stop whining or I'll give you something to whine about. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> like so it's w-
1: kind of like okay, yeah. So here wh- we
0: can. So what we're doing is we're going to provide our listenership, all the Ernie's and Berts out there, with. Topics that they can (laughs) whine about.
1: Okay, I love this. But then at the, so at the winery, because whining does feel good. Yes. I think we can admit that. Yes. Like whining feels good to do and that's why we do it. Yeah, it's
0: okay to complain. It's not a problem to complain. Just make sure that the person who you're complaining to uh, has the emotional consent of they want to be complained at or with
1: sure and it and it feels so good sometimes yeah so the winery the being earnest winery with an h this is a place where we will give you things to whine about but also you can feel free to complain
0: yeah it's like therapy
1: (laughs) okay i love this but things are just slightly inconvenient here sure (laughs) Like the lines are a little too long, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. what would he? Okay, so let's do this. Like you know, at a winery with a eye, mm-hmm. you can get a little flight.
0: They both have eyes, but sure,
1: <laughs> you know what I mean.
0: Yes, you can get a flight. Yeah, yeah, you can get to do a tasting. You yes. can do a tasting. Yes. Uh, so what is on? Um, so I think. Okay, so top kind of four specialties. So that these w- are
1: things we give you to whine about.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think the first one has to be weather.
1: Mm-hmm. Or what if it's just like a little too cold in there?
0: So yeah, so I think, okay, so there's going to be, you get a tasting mm-hmm. in some way of like our greatest hits.
1: Sure. A greatest whining hits. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. Exactly. Um,
1: so number one is weather slash climate.
0: Yeah, sure, sure. And not sure, sure, sure. talking
1: climate change. I'm talking it's a little cold in there. It's yes. the little the air conditioning's on a little high.
0: Well, what ha- I think what it needs to do is oscillate between being too hot and too cold. Yes, <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> so you have to keep putting on your jacket, waking yeah, exactly. up. But every jacket. five minutes it changes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I love that.
0: So that's that's the first thing that's there, so you can complain about that. Mm-hmm. Oh.
1: I think there should be a really annoying p- person who's a plant on every. Tour every tasting.
0: Oh, someone who knows more than, like, seems to know more than yes. everyone else.
1: Yes, and they're kind of being like, "Don't you mean it's the you know?" They're kind of annoying. Can
0: I? Can I take that idea, which I love? Yes, and you can spin it, it up. Yeah, spin it up a little bit further. Absolutely. Um, it. They are acting like that, that they know more, but they're also a family member.
1: Yes. <laughs> Yes, and they're on the peripheral.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're like a great aunt. Yes. Something like that. Or they're like a second cousin. And you so you see, have to spend time with them. So you have to, and they they flew in. Oh, you gosh. know what I mean? They traveled.
1: Yes. <laughs> and they want to crash for a little bit longer. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly, because they really love the city.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, that's two. Let's get two more in.
1: Let's get two more in, two more in, two more in. What else do people complain about? Um, I think the prices should be a little too high. <laughs>
0: Yeah, exactly. They're the yeah, it's just too high.
1: And the uh the packages you can get are really confusing. <laughs> yeah, it's super confusing. There's you're like, oh, you can get two for six
0: or seven for that's too hard math. Hold
1: Whatever. But it, but then it's like package A comes with two pictures, three tastings, one smile, one hat, like all these things. And you're like, I just want the tasting. And But if, like, you did, if
0: you did go into it and you were like, okay, well, let me do the math on all of this, it, there's not a deal. It's just the same as getting them all in that yes. quantity. And when they
1: try to point that out to us, the cashiers, we're like, ah, I don't understand. Yeah, it's
0: actually, no, it's more, but you can't get them all a card.
1: <laughs> Um, I like
0: that. I like that, so mm-hmm. we need one more.
1: Um I mean, there's always the music. The music can be very annoying.
0: Yeah, or the volume could be too high. Yes, but I think we can do better than that. It's too
1: high and it's just Hotel California.
0: Yeah, I think we can, I think we can do better. Okay. Um For some reason, the second you walk in, all of your electronics go down to two percent. <laughs> And there's no chargers. Actually, no, there are chargers, but they're all for older versions yes. of all of your devices. Yeah. So, like, there's not an Android charger, and there's not an iPhone charger. It's just, like, a iPod Nano charger, you know, the <laughs> thick ones, the yes. really wide ones. Yes. So, like, the, they're like, oh, do you have an iPhone charger? And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 totally, we do. And then they give it to you, and you're like, for what iPhone? And they're like, iPhone 4
1: <laughs> Do you not have an iPhone 4 or
0: they all the outlets don't work? Mm. And they do have the chargers or for they, the
1: They do that thing that sometimes cars do where you plug it in but then it doesn't get higher it just maintains at whatever it was.
0: Oh, I know what it is. The only way you can charge is via Bluetooth. And you can't oh, connect God. to the Bluetooth. <laughs>
1: you're like, who's still connected? And then every time you get it, you're like, okay, okay. Then all of a sudden, your music starts playing really loud, like the first song in your music. Yeah, right, exactly. On the speaker, and it's always for me, "A Punk" by Vampire Weekend.
0: Oh, for me, it's that's at least a fun song to have. Mine is "A Team" by uh, Ed Sheeran.
1: Get that off your phone, hey Josh. Get that off your phone. I
0: found him before he was big.
1: Oh God. I think that's gonna do I it think for that's us. That's gonna do it for
0: us. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode. Before we go, mm-hmm. we're gonna do our world famous weekly segment: earnest moment, moment of the week.
1: week. Imatwa.
0: Imatwa.
1: Uh, in this segment, we have listeners or Josh and I, when we forget to post it, um, submit their earnest moments of the week, just something really earnest and something wonderful that happened to them. And then we read it on air, and we would love, 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 love to hear yours. Uh, if you have an earnest moment of the week to submit, you can send it to us at, at beingearnestpod on Instagram or Twitter or Gmail or Facebook, or you can just send it to me and Josh individually.
0: Exactly, and uh, those are all places where you can also follow updates about the show. So if you want to give us a follow, give us a like. You can do those at uh, at any time. I have an earnest moment of the week from one of our listeners, Jack.
1: Hi, Jack.
0: So Jack uh, is a family friend of mine from uh, back from Massachusetts, and Jack wrote in to uh, to give us an earnest moment of the week. So. What Jack says is, we recently went to the second game of a Red Sox doubleheader. Okay, I'm already loving this. Lots of Boston. Okay, they don't let the game two people in until the game one people leave the stadium. Hence, there were there was a twenty five thousand person line of people waiting to get into Fenway that wrapped around the park.
1: Now As, that's be something for me to complain about. Yeah,
0: definitely. As we were approaching the entrance, we saw a narrow alleyway with a small sign that read quote-unquote secret entrance to Fenway what we thought this couldn't be real as hundreds of people were walking by without stopping we figured that at the end of the alley there were this handwritten yeah (laughs) I can only imagine um we figured that at the end of the alley there would either be a mugger with a lead pipe ready to knock us out and steal our ticket or we had found the equivalent to a platform nine and three quarters to Hogwarts Being the earnest family that we are, we chose the alley over the hour-long line. We walked down the alley, around the corner, and there was an entrance to the bullpen kitchen and tap and some patrons enjoying beers and wings. Lo and behold, the back door to the bullpen enters right into Fenway. What? As as if there was nothing unusual, there is a security guard at the back door politely taking tickets and welcoming you to the ballpark. What? Unlike the official entrance, you can come and go during the game and grab your favorite beer on tap. I can only imagine the bribes that had to be made for this magical door to exist, but we felt like Harry Potter discovering there is a whole (laughs) new world that the muggles waiting in line didn't know exists.
1: That is incredible. What? So this doubles as
0: both an earnest moment of the week and our earnest advice of the week. Yes. If you're ever in Boston, Massachusetts going to the second game of a doubleheader, there's a secret entrance into Fenway where you can chow down on beer and wings and have a very nice man take your ticket.
1: That sounds so great. What a good, earnest moment.
0: Thanks so much, Jack. Thanks.
1: As always, we want to thank Ryan Cruz for designing our wonderful logo. She's on Instagram at, at RBCruiser. rbcruiser. Uh, and she's a great Instagram follow.
0: Very good Instagram so follow. So
1: I would hit that. I would smash that follow button. <laughs>
0: <laughs> our theme song is also brought to you by Dylan Dutch. He's at Dylan Dutch on Twitter. D-O-E-T-C-H. And until next week... In order to enjoy being earnest responsibly, make sure to swirl it around in a cup, stick your nose in it, swirl it around in your mouth, and then say it tastes like toffee.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, everyone. Bye. See See you next week.